Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Okay, before we get into the three signs that your relationship may be in trouble, just want to remind you, The Angry Therapist Premium, five bucks a month, commercial free, and you get series. That's four bonus episodes a month. Just go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. Okay, sign number one. Sign number one is you feel unheard, unseen, possibly unsafe. After, I want, I, I want to emphasize the after piece, after you have expressed that you feel unheard, unseen, possibly unsafe. So it's not just that you feel these things in your relationship, but you have expressed them. I think a lot of people feel unseen or they feel invisible. They say nothing and it's a giant hash in their relationship. And they just assume, okay, this is not for me or it's not going to work. You have to express your experience, right? So if you feel unseen, if you feel invisible, if you feel unheard, and you've expressed it, right, it is a concern of yours and you don't like how you feel in this relationship and your partner does nothing about it, that is a red flag. Right, that is a sign that your relationship is in trouble. Now, also, not to make it more complicated, but relationships are complicated. Um, how much of you feeling unseen, unheard, unsafe is yourself? How much of it is distorted thinking? How much of it is jumping to conclusions? How much of it is on you, your story, your wiring? Right, you not able to manage your own stuff, whatever that is. Whether we're talking about attachment styles or your nervous system. So that's sign number one is that you just don't feel seen. You don't feel like you're there. You feel invisible. You feel ignored after you've expressed that you feel this way and nothing changes. If there's no effort on the other side, that is a sign that your relationship may be in trouble. Um, and it's in trouble because you're only 50% of this. And, and this is why relationships are so tough. You could be quote unquote perfect and you're only 50%, right? So you have to let go of you trying to fix a relationship because that's not possible. You're a contributor. There's a partnership. It's you plus someone else who also contributes. And also, I got to say, it's not just you and the other person. It's both of your stories. It's how you guys respond to things. It's how you guys see the world, right? And so, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. And, and, and so if you're blaming yourself or if you think it was just your fault, um, you may have contributed to the plane going down, but it, it, it's really impossible to just be one person's fault, even in cases of infidelity. And I know this is kind of controversial, but uh, I really love um, Esther Perel's take on infidelity. I think it's not black and white. Yes, of course, someone can be at fault if they broke their promise, if they went outside of their relationship. I get it. If they cheated, 
there is betrayal, there is broken trust. But what was your contribution to that? You may not have cheated, but I don't know why I'm pointing my finger. You may not have cheated, but uh, um, what was your contribution? Maybe you didn't speak up. You know, maybe you had a feeling and you looked the other way. Maybe I don't know, but you contributed to the relationship dynamic, right? And it still may not be your fault. I understand that, but there was a mixture of two people doing life together, and in that swirl. And I love the visual of a swirl because that's what relationships are. It's not like uh, color by numbers. It it is a swirl. It is a mixture of two people. And the thing about swirls is you can't really unswirl them, <laughs> you know. And so it's this swirl that's unswirlable. What the fuck am I talking about? It's this swirl that's unswirlable, this thing that is your relationship. And so to just say it's your fault or it's someone else's fault because they cheated, it's just more complicated than that. All right, so that's number one. Number two, I would say is if conflicts aren't able to be resolved, this one's huge. So uh, it's not about how many times we fight. It's about how we fight. And if the, keep, if the fights keep happening, whether they're about the same thing. Well, if they're about the same thing, that's, that's a bigger sign because it means it's just it's constant. It's not being resolved. And I get it. I get it that some conflict isn't resolvable. Uh, this is also a huge misconception that everything has to be resolved. And there are just going to be some things that you never resolve. There's just going to be some things that you guys just don't see eye to eye on. And you have to ask yourself, is that is this worth uh, breaking the relationship, you know? Or can you accept and, uh, and move on? But if you guys are fighting and nothing is ever resolved, you know, if every time you fight, there's resentment, anger, it doesn't matter what, <clears throat> what side it's on. Sorry, I lost my voice. <clears throat> Excuse me. But if, the res- if there's no resolvement, it's just a matter of time before the plane goes down. I mean, think about it. If you're fighting, it doesn't get resolved. Stones in your shoe, anger, resentment, even if it's a little bit, right? People holding on to shit. Then another fight happens. Doesn't get resolved. Another fight happens. Doesn't get like it's a. It's just a matter of time before the house of cards comes crush, uh, crumbling down. So fights have to get resolved. Not not every fight has to get resolved, but the majority of fights in general has to get resolved. One of the most important things I think in in a, in a relationship that we we never learn, and we should learn this in in high school or college. There should be legit classes on this. It would make our lives so much easier, and that is to learn how to fight, you know, to to learn how to uh, respond instead of react, to learn how to create a safe space, to learn how to deploy empathy, to learn how to communicate, like these actual tools and techniques that everyone should know so fights can be productive and we don't need mediators and there is light at the tunnel, that there is at the end of a fight, a uh, closeness, a better understanding, and something being resolved. Um, most of us, uh, I was this way, and I still struggle with it. Um, we don't know how to fight. We, we go into fights just reactive. And we also, 
don't realize that when we're fighting, we're getting activated because shit's coming up. We're not even probably aware of, and we may be throwing chairs and what we're really activated about isn't even what we're fighting about on the surface, but there's something happening underneath that reminds of us something or that, you know, triggers us, uh, sets off our fight or flight, false beliefs. We jump to conclusions and then our reaction is over the top or extreme. And then that's going to cause another reaction from the other person. And now it's, you know, it's war. And so you have to learn how to resolve your fights. Uh, if you don't, your relationship is is definitely is in trouble. And again, not every fight is going to be resolved. I get it. But most of the fights uh, has to be resolved. Most of the fights have to, uh, two people have to have the tools to be able to resolve something. Okay. And the third piece, the piece, piece, the third piece is, if you're doing everything you can to work on this relationship and you find yourself starting to break up with you. And I always say this, and I think some people are confused. Like, what are you talking about? When you, because what happens is when you start to break up with you, it's not just about compromise. Every relationship has compromise. Now there's compromise of self happening. Right. So when you start to go against your truth, you start to do things you don't want to do for too long. Um, you start to break. You start to do things that, that, that you wouldn't or that you don't like yourself because you have done these things or said these things. Right. You start to show up in a way that isn't your authentic self. And so you start breaking up with you. That is another huge sign that your relationship is in trouble. And this usually happens way too late. This usually happens when the plane's already going down. You want to resolve things, work on things, work through things way before you start breaking up with yourself. Because I think when you start breaking up with yourself, it's too late. I think by this time, um, not only is there anger, resentment, and all of this other stuff, but there's uh, chemistry starting to change. You don't feel the same way about the person. And I think this is the biggest. This is the biggest uh, thing that I don't. I don't. Most times it, it can't be fixed, right? And I call it uh, uh, a secondary change, change that's not reversible. Things can get sorted out, resolved, arguments, uh, superficial things, logistics, whatever. But once feelings start changing, you know, once you start uh, seeing your partner as uh, your son <laughs> or your mom. Um, now we're talking about a change in relationship dynamic, and it's really hard to now change that dynamic again and get it back to equal partners. Once you start to feel that your partner is not your partner, but your friend or sibling or parent, it's really, really hard to reverse that because now feelings are changed. You don't see your partner the same way. You're not attracted to your partner. You may love your partner. And you guys may function well, you know, um, you may run a company together, you may be parents and um, the way that you function and get things done or the way that you parent may be great, but there maybe there's no intimacy. Maybe the sex is gone. Maybe no one's attracted to each other anymore, you know, and, and that stuff, that's really hard to uh, bounce back from. 
So three things to look at, three things to ask yourself, um, whether you're in a relationship now or um, maybe in your previous relationships, if you want to kind of uh, examine the black box and uh, realize why the plane went down. Were you able to fight without fighting? Were you able to resolve conflict? Did you at one point, maybe toward the end, start breaking up with yourself? Or is that happening now if you're in a relationship, you know? That's like the uh, alarm bells going off. If you if you say yes to that, if you say that, that right now I'm in a relationship and I've done everything I could and uh, I'm starting to now break up with me, that is like um, breaking the glass. You should break the glass on the, the panic. And and hit the the <laughs> hit the hit the uh, the fire. Uh, what is it? The fire. Pull the fire alarm. Call 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 who you need to call to come um, because your relationship is in trouble. Um, or if uh, you feel unseen, unheard, invisible, and you have to ask yourself how much of that is on you. But if you start to feel that. Uh, that is a sign that there's possibly something wrong in the relationship. Thank you for listening. If any of this was helpful, um, share if you care. Be well.